Um, so this morning, what we're going to do is we're going to continue on um, our second week in something called spiral dynamics. And spiral dynamics um, is, I don't know, I, I mean, I love it. Like I get so geeked up on this, but I know that there's other people that are like, it's hard to understand. I'm not sure I get it. The whole reason that we want to do this is that when we're in times of uncertainty and chaos and there's a lot of things happening around us, sometimes it can be helpful if we have a framework to better understand what's happening around us. Um, it can help us kind of gain a sense of control or understanding where that feels like that's really hard to come by. And as we talked about last week, uh, spiral dynamics can be a really helpful framework for connection and empathy, especially with people that we disagree with. So I'm going to do a quick recap of it. Um, but this morning, what we really want to do is we're going to go through the different types. Because um, last week we said that um, you have all these different kind of, um, they're called V-means. It's basically a frame of reference that kind of describes your orientation towards the world. And they're fluid. We move through them. They're in a, intersectional. They kind of come into contact all the time. But what we, what we did say last week is, but there is no good V-meme and there is no bad one. They just are. Another way of putting it, there's no good framework for viewing the world and bad framework. But in each of the frameworks, there are healthy and unhealthy relationships we can have to that framework. And so at Cascade, uh, what we want to talk about as we think through each of the, these kind of framework for the world is how do we invite people to wholeness and health and whatever framework their, their worldview is kind of operating in, instead of trying to get them to move out of that, um, which is really hard and you can't do it. <laughs> you can't force someone to move from one place to the other. Um, so how do we invite people into health? Because when we are healthily engaging, that does make the opportunity to move um, through these different le levels um, more possible. So here we go. Her, I meant to tell you we should have brought a slinky because I feel like it's like a slinky unraveling. Oh Do you have a gosh. slinky in your kids' so good. room or playroom? Um, playroom? I, don't know. I am in the playroom right now. Like every slinky that every parent has of a child that is seven and nine, it is currently a bow. <laughs> Yes, just, yes, yes, yes. There's just a wad of metal or plastic. So no, I don't have any operational <laughs> slinkies. Also, when you live at a house without stairs, what's a slinky, you know? What are you gonna that is about? such a good point. I'm so sorry. I never thought about it. No, no, right. you didn't have to think of that at all. But it is kind of a bummer if you don't have stairs. So uh, this is an image you can see here. This is from Don Beck and Chris Cohen. Um, just kind of a visualization. We kind of wanted to talk through these. Uh, we're not going to go into yellow, turquoise. That last one is coral. Um, we're just going to do beige, purple, red, blue, orange, and green. Uh, they're color-coded to kind of um, be able to talk about them a bit more quickly. Um, the reason why we're just doing those or what's called first tier is because um, all of those V-memes, all those stages have enough history and we've been able to see the, the, um, the ideas within them present within cultures around the world for some period of time. So beige, which is the earliest, is the fight or flight stage. Um, it's very much the kind of amygdala-powered, lizard-brain-powered stage. It's all about survival. Um, it's just doing what you need to do to be uh, okay. And it's an individual stage. Then there's purple. Purple is a communal stage. It's all uh, very tribal. 
um, where you're gathering together, you want to be around other people. But as you gather, your orientation towards the world is one of wonder and not knowing. There are forces that you have no understanding or control of that have deep impact in your life and how it functions. And then we have red, which is a back to an individualistic mindset. Red is all about power, autonomy, uh, dictatorships, uh, tyrannical rule. This is red energy. Um, if you ever have a system that's like, I'm in charge because I'm the loudest voice, I'm the most passionate person, I'm the largest person, that is a red orientation and red energy in the world. Um, and then we move to blue, which is a communal uh, again. Blue is um, saying, hey, let's take the wisdom of our elders. Let's take the people that have gone before us. Let's codify. Let's write this stuff down, put it in a document that can um, describe how we are best in relationship to one another. So in the United States of America, the Constitution and the Bible are the two clearest um, illustrations of kind of blue framework and mindset which is no matter what conversation you're having, they're like, but the Bible says, or but the constitution says. Um, then we go to orange and you can see the little scientific person there. Orange uh, is very much a more individual questioning of blue system saying, but what is testable, what is measurable, what is repeatable? Um, so it's more curious about the world and how it works. And it says, but we can study, we can dive in, we can pull out truth and meaning if we're willing to kind of study it and then see what is, is there's data to support our conclusions. What we do as a society, what we do individually should be backed by data and peer reviewed and studied. And then we have green, which is communal again. And green is all about um, how do we see our interconnectivity to the entire world and to every person in the world. So in the first time in green, you have um, earth care, environmental care, and you have, uh, it's the first stage where anybody cares about the minority voice um, because we're connected to everybody, everybody matters. So there's an elevation of voices that have not been heard or have not been listened to previously. So that's kind of the, the quick rundown of how it all works. Um, also, so just to kind of illustrate quickly how this plays out in our current moment. Um, you say, hey, COVID-19 is real, and your framework for engaging that would probably be some aspect of orange. Uh, let's just do this. Let's go through all the colors and say, how would you react to COVID-19, a global pandemic in that? If you're beige, it is just straight survival. Whatever you need to do to keep yourself safe, to keep yourself okay, you're going to do regardless of its impact on any other person. It's just about your own survival and what's best for you. Purple is like, we don't know what this thing is, um, but we need to be with one another. Well, however we're weathering this, we have to stay connected. We have to be together and we have to figure out how to avoid this, this thing that we can't control. We don't understand. We don't know what it is. Red is, I'm going to kick this virus's butt. I'm going to tell it what's up. Uh, we don't have to be afraid. We can be strong. We can be powerful. We can um, power through and we can, we can control our own destiny in the world. Um, blue is very much, well, what do the, the laws say? What's the constitution say? Um, what does the Bible say about this? That's going to control how we respond to this. Orange, which I would say 
is the most helpful framework for a infectious disease is the one that says, let's listen to epidemiologists. Let's listen to people who study viruses. Let's look at the science. Let's look at the data. Let's study this virus and see how, and that's going to dictate how we respond to this. Green um, is saying, how do we make sure we structure our system so that the most vulnerable people are protected and cared for? So um, the reason why I say that is you can go online and using this framework, you can see people in blue frameworks having conversations with people in orange frameworks and they are not talking at all. They are like, <laughs> but the science says wear a mask and protect yourself. And they're like, the constitution says I do what I want. I have my own personal freedom and liberty. I get to, I get to uh, enact that in the world however way I want. And so you can go back and forth, but you have totally different frameworks that are guiding that conversation. Hopefully that makes some sense. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. Cause when we, we, the reason why we kind of went through all this and talked about this, we, we talked about a framework for understanding the world around us, but we want to say at cascade, when we look at all these different stages, we don't assign value, uh, goodness or badness to any of these stages. They just are. So what we want to say is what does health look like in each of the stages? And as we talk through that, I'm not going to talk about what health looks like in beige because beige is just a straight survival mechanism. So there is not healthy or unhealthy in beige. It's just survival. Um, but we are going to talk about what does health look like in all the other stages. Hopefully this will be helpful as you kind of think through your relationship and people that are operating in these different ways in this cultural moment. All right, Sarah, did you have anything? You're doing great. Oh, I just saw you lean forward. I was like, I don't want to. Okay, that's great. Oh, no, no, no. I was just thinking, listening. Oh, that's great. I so love sorry. it. No, no, no. All right. So purple, again, purple is tribal and uh, orientation uh, on, around the world that it's stuff we don't understand. When it's unhealthy, purple is a has a fear orientation towards the world. Because I'm not in control and because I don't understand what's happening around me, that is something to be worried about. Um, if you think of like early groups of people that um, would be trying to appease the gods with like more and more crops, more and more sacrifices, even to the point of human sacrifice, that is uh, an unhealthy fear-based orientation towards the unknownness of the world. Uh, the unknownness of the world is a bad thing and a dangerous thing. And we have to try to appease it however we can. Um, the healthy side of purple is wonder. It's not pretending like you know and understand everything. It's saying, what could the world be? What don't I know about what's going on right now? Um, there is so much about our world, especially our modern world, where we operate like we understand it all. And we fundamentally don't. So we'll fixate on the small parts of the things we do understand. And we'll say, because I understand this, I understand that. But like, the function of atoms, how our universe is held together, the ever-expanding nature of it, this should inspire some degree of wonder, some degree of like, how is this happening? What is going on? What don't I know about the world right now? And so if you're in uh, purple stages, which again, it's fluid, you kind of move these based on different environments, or you know people who are in that, the unhealthy version of it is fear. So how do we um, help people step into, lean into the wonder of it and not get stuck in the fear of it. Next is red. The unhealthy of red, which is the, the power centered, I can do what I want is abusive. Um, 
it's unhealthy because it's power over. I am going to dominate you and my domination of you or others is how I'm going to have some sense of control and autonomy in this world. Um, but red is not all bad. Red is the, the kind of the one color in V-meme that feels the most like this is all terrible. We should just get rid of it. But red is an incredibly important individual and communal stage for autonomy and power. And so the healthy side of that is confidence. I do have some agency in my own life and in the world around me. Um, use this a lot. Like the entirety of the fitness industry is built on red energy. You can do it. It's like cheering you on. You got this. We, we know that you can um, enact some autonomy in this world and how things work. So when we're in red, we don't ever want to use the power that we have over someone. We want to use the power with people. Uh, within ourselves. We want to have confidence in ourselves that we can do it and, and allow people in red to say, uh, to invite them not to have to abuse people or use power over, but to hold on to that power for their own sake and for believing in themselves. Blue. Blue is again, Bible constitution, sacred document, wisdom of our elders. It's unhealth is that it's very rigid. Um, it, it, a good uh, imagery for this, uh, which I like a lot, is just how trees function. So unhealthy trees are rigid. And so when the, um, when the storms come, it's going to snap because it doesn't have the necessary flexibility to kind of move with environmental changes. Um, and so blue systems, it says, well, the, the document says this, or wisdom say this, it can be so locked and rigid that it becomes uh, unhealthy and flexible and it will break or splinter at the first cultural or moment change that happens around it. It doesn't have any flexibility to say there might be another way of doing it, or this moment might require a different relationship to our sacred document. You're not throwing it out. You're not saying it doesn't matter anymore, but you're not being so literal about it that it causes you to do things that are unhealthy for you or unhealthy for others. What it is healthy is that it's ordered. Um, again, the blue V-meme gets stuff done. There's a clear flow, there's a clear understanding and it's, it's operating. And you think in that same way of a tree, uh, the unhealthy is it's richer that it would, so rigid it would shatter. But when you think of a healthy tree, it's ordered in such a way that it has a huge root system that allows it to grow and to have huge branches. Um, I mean, it is a architectural marvel that a tree exists. When you think of the amount of weight on a particular limb, how that is possible to stand and to have wind and all these other elements hit it, huge amounts of snow, huge amounts of rain. That's because there's an order to it. There's a system and a structure that allows it to um, meet different challenges and excel through those. So again, if people are in blue and they're like, well, I get to do this or the world works that because the Bible says, the constitution says, you wanna be able to help invite yourself and to others to say that ordering of the world is a good and healthy thing. Can we use that ordering of the world to make sure that you are benefited and others around you are benefited? That we make sure that there's uh, some nuance that we bring to things so that we can get stuff done. We can enact change, we can make sure. And a lot of the, our, our current cultural moment when we're talking about how the world works, we, we are protesting and there is a movement for Black Lives Matter that is saying, how do we have a healthy ordering of blue systems? 
that they aren't so rigid and uncaring that they're leaving out a whole segment of our population. But how do we use it to have accountability all throughout our system so that everybody is served? Orange. Orange, again, which is scientific, what's testable and measurable. If it's unhealthy, it's highly condescending, um, which is like, I've studied it. I know this. This is what the data says. Therefore, I'm right. Um, it usually comes kind of preloaded into the world with all the stats and figures and data to say like, this is right and you're wrong because you don't have all this. Um, the healthy side of orange is that it's really curious about how the world works. Um, and kind of the, the difference between this and purple, purple is about wonder, which is just like, what don't I know about this? Orange health and that curiosity is how do I study this? How do I put that passion into figuring out how this would, what, would, what could this do in the world if we really studied it, if we really found out whatever this phenomena is? Um, and it leads to all kinds of great innovation and change in our world. We just don't want to use that study as a tool over people. We want to use it to help lift everyone up. Um, so if you think of psychologists and therapists and counselors and scientists that are using their curiosity about different phenomena to create systems, structures, interventions, mental health interventions, even drugs um, or treatments that help lift everyone that are really there to help all people. There's this great line in the movie, The Big Lebowski that sums this up where Walter says, am I wrong? Am I wrong? And the dude says, you're not wrong, Walter. You're just a butthole. Um, that's not actually what he says, but I feel like that was the cleaned up church version of it. And that gets at the, the orange thing is that you can be right with the data, but you can uh, be using in a way that is dismissing all the other people and narratives around you and stories. How do we instead use that curiosity to lift? Last one is green. The unhealthy part of green, which is seeing that we're all interconnected, we're connected to the planet, we're connected one another, is that it can be unhealthy and that it is paralyzed. That to hear every story, to think about how every action we have impacts all parts of the planet, we can end up doing nothing um, when we're in green because we're too busy studying and taking in everything for, uh, into account. And we want to be able to understand that the healthy side of that is it's inclusive. It's inviting other voices. It's inviting other people. It's inviting um, specifically voices that have not been heard to inform our systems. Because again, this is communal. And so uh, it is helping lift us all. So how do we, when we're in that green, we want to invite everyone. We have care for the planet, not be paralyzed into inaction, but we are inclusive and in inviting everybody in. So kind of going back through these really quickly, you have a fear mindset versus a wonder mindset. What would it look like to help move ourselves and to help move other people from one to the other? When we're starting to feel a grip of fear in a certain situation, all about the unknown, how do we say, I want to lean instead into wonder? When we're feeling the self-autonomy and like, I can enact in the world, I can do things. And we're starting to feel this desire to put it over another person, to control them in some way, to get a desired outcome. How can we let go of that instead have a confidence that my calling is right, what I'm feeling is something that I can move on and I can enact change in the world, but I don't have to do it over another person. When we're blue, when we're like, but these are the rules, follow the rules, do these things. We don't want to be so rigid that we aren't seeing the world and engaging it but we do want to lean into it and that it's, it creates a helpful order 
where um, people can be served and everyone can be served and taken care of. When we're in orange and we're like, but the science says, how do we not use that information to condescend, but instead spark our curiosity to say, is there another way to communicate this? Is there another way to study this? Is there another way that this can be helpful to the people around me? And the last one, when we're including all the voices and thinking about the planet, instead of getting paralyzed into inactivity, how do we use it to be inclusive for all people? The hope as we go through this is that we are able to um, think about how this is central to our spirituality. This is central to our understanding of who God is and how God is inviting us into the world. God created great diversity. The whole planet, all of us, we have different orientations towards the world and we operate in different frameworks throughout our own lives and just culturally around the world. And that's a good thing, but it's a good thing if we're inviting ourselves and one another to do that in healthy ways, not in ways that are... Um, sacrificing other people or sacrificing their their own identity. Instead, we see that there's a holistic picture there. If you look at the healthy version of all of that, wonder, curiosity, order, inclusion, like this is shalom. This is the best that God has for us. Um, and so how do we say not, well, we need to get people in confidence. How do we not get people out of those into the right one? Because there isn't one, but instead say, what does health look like in each of these different stages? Ta-da! Nailed I, it. I've never, I've never ended a message with ta-da, but it felt right, you know. Just went with it. Sometimes you gotta. You know? <laughs>